Hey folks, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a special link below with special discount pricing, but you got to click the link and enter Evil 10 at checkout. Now, we're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, but you can cancel at any time. Hi everybody, it's Mike from Profiling Evil, and I'm really excited to announce that we've converted 20 episodes of the Academy series for audio podcast, and they're all available now on your favorite podcast platform. Now, I hope that you'll subscribe so that you get all the notifications when other podcasts are released. And don't forget to check us out on the World Wide Web at ProfilingEvil.com. And folks, if you like YouTube, visit Profiling Evil and make sure you're hitting that like and subscribe button. Now, our purpose in releasing these podcasts is to edutain you. Edutain means we really want to entertain you just enough to be able to teach you a few principles about the criminal justice system criminal investigations, and profiling. And I think you're going to find these episodes to be useful as you go about your own amateur crime sleuthing. So let's jump into today's discussion after this word from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your next online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a link below with special discount pricing. you got to click the link to get it, and then enter EVIL10 at checkout. We're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, enough to buy a small diet Dr. Pepper, but you can cancel at any time. Thanks for listening today. So why do criminals commit crimes in a specific, identifiable way? What makes one offender seem like they're in control while another one impulsively destroys a crime scene and brutally punishes their victim? Questions like this plague the true crime community and investigators of violent crime. When uncovered, they paint an image of who the offender is and what motivates the predator to commit the crime. Let's talk behavior. Welcome to Profiling Evil. If you're new to our channel, thanks for joining. And if you're one of my university students or a longtime channel member, welcome back. Thanks for your support. And either way, folks, please take a moment, click the like and the subscribe button and ring that bell so that you get all of our videos. Now let's talk profiling. What can we learn by studying the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of predators and their victims? Profiling or criminal investigative analysis involves a systematic look at the behavior of criminals and their personality. As the elements of a crime are analyzed against the behaviors and characteristics, the often large list of probable offenders gets narrowed down to a smaller list of more likely perpetrators. 
This analytic process can speed identification and help investigators form interview and interrogation questions that are much more productive and valuable. When we examine behaviors, we explore an individual's thoughts, what, what they're feeling and, and how they're responding, their emotions. We dig deep into a person's reasoning power and we begin to unveil the things that they idealize or fantasize about. It gives us a sense of how the individual might respond to stimuli through the senses. You know, things like our touch, sight, smell, what we hear and taste. To do this, we need to consider the differing forms of behavior found in criminal cases. This microscopic examination can help investigators and the true crime community to systematically explore the behavior they're seeing. It won't be an exploration of normal, legitimate behaviors, but rather we're going to look at deviant and criminal behaviors instead. And while these might be somewhat distressing to consider, deviant behaviors are not necessarily criminal behaviors. So let's look at it a little deeper. Deviant behavior is conduct that violates societal norms, normal understanding, or public expectation. Let's use this terminology and framework as we continue our discussion Social rules are all inherent in all systems, whether they be our friendships, employment relationships, or interaction in the community. People can do things that are deviant, but not necessarily criminal. For instance, I remember a case where a government employee had been seen in the men's bathroom wearing diapers. They weren't adult diapers for incontinence. This man was wearing cloth diapers with large diaper pins, like the old cloth diapers toddlers wore before disposable diapers came onto the market. Now, it came to my attention because it was deviant behavior, and I was in charge of this group of people. The man had a fetish for toddler-aged children's clothing. Wearing the diaper and even having a fetish like this wasn't criminal in nature, but it was certainly deviant outside the norms of public expectation and disturbing to others in the office. I'm going to talk about this more in the minute. An act like this can be deviant, but not criminal. Now, other examples of deviant behavior might be excessive drinking, eating disorders, or self-harming. Even fantasizing about behavior that's criminal in nature isn't criminal unless it's acted out. These deviations from the norm are characterized as abnormal, aberrant, or atypical. On the other hand, let's talk about criminal behavior. It's much blacker and whiter. Criminal behavior is any overt act that violates the law. It's as simple as that. Criminal behavior is always displayed through verbal, nonverbal or sexual action, something that we'll explore in another segment at the Profiling Evil Academy. Now, let's go back to my example of the government employee with the fetish for wearing diapers. On one occasion, it was discovered that the employee was using a government-owned computer to access child pornography while at work. This was clearly criminal in nature and led to his arrest, termination, and his introduction into the criminal justice system as a defendant this time. Uh, 
As soon as the individual progressed from deviant acts of inappropriate fantasy to acting out, he violated the law and became a criminal. There are many explanations about why people would commit crime. Some experts suggest there are social and economic factors that lead to crime. Uh, for instance, poverty is often cited as one of those reasons. Hunger may be another. The commission of a crime may be the pursuit of a legitimate kind of need, such as the need for money to pay bills. The criminal aspect comes into play when the person engages these illegitimate or illegal methods to satisfy what otherwise would be a legitimate need. For instance, pulling a gun and robbing someone of their money so that the offender can satisfy their own personal debts is criminal. <laughs> criminal behavior can be influenced by several other factors, ranging from biological to substance abuse. In some cases, criminal behavior is simply the product of antisocial personalities, those people who prey on others, rather than having the patience to work through societal norms. Some criminologists believe that biology influences criminal behavior. Now, this isn't to say that they believe criminals are just born to be bad. Experts suggest there may be differences in the criminal's ability to decipher right and wrong. This is where I find myself examining how they respond after they've committed the crime. Do they hide the crime because they understand what society demands? Or do they admit it, believing it was justified? Well, I hope this segment helps you better understand deviant and criminal behavior. It should help you better understand how overall it will integrate with other principles that we'll discuss here in the Profiling Evil Academy. Well, hey folks, I'm pausing to share some concerns I have surrounding identity theft and fraud. I've learned a lot from our partner, Ara. They're the pros at protecting people from cyber predators. Ara provides identity theft protection, credit and fraud protection, and online and device security for you and your family. They taught me to think twice before answering those online questionnaires designed to steal our personal information. You know, it must be working because U.S. statistics show that 33% of us have been victimized by identity theft at an annual cost of more than $56 billion each year. Our protection plans come with around-the-clock support, a money-back guarantee, and a million-dollar theft policy. But here's the best part. You can try Aura for free by clicking on this special Profiling Evil link in the description down below. When you do, we get a small commission. But think about it. You insure your car and you insure your house. Don't you think it's time to insure your identity? Now let's get back to today's discussion. Well, thanks for listening to Profiling Evil Podcast, Season 1 and 2 of the Academy Series. We've bundled these episodes together for people like you who want to really binge listen. If there are some of you out there who want to space it out, you figure out the schedule and go to them as you can. Well, hey folks, listening to true crime stories can really trigger negative feelings and thoughts in some people. So if you or someone you know is experiencing trauma as a result of crime, please 
reach out to your medical or your mental health provider and get some help. And if you've been victimized, call your local police agency and ask for help. Hey, thanks so much for supporting Profiling Evil. I hope you'll consider joining our channel memberships over on YouTube. It's a place where you can provide us a little more support. As a channel member, you'll get more information a little more quickly, and uh, you'll be a part of the team that's helping us grow. And if you'd like to donate to Profiling Evil, you can always do so through PayPal or by visiting our website at profilingevil.com and look for the little donate button. The Profiling Evil podcast series is created by the Profiling Evil Network, and the information contained in it is copyrighted. So don't copy or reuse it without getting our permission. Thanks so much, and we'll see you soon at the next crime scene. Hey folks, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a special link below with special discount pricing, but you got to click the link and enter Evil 10 at checkout. Now, we're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, but you can cancel at any time.